It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good Very deceiving, 
But I'm going to leave my thoughts. I want to know if you have watched it. If you have, I want you to give me your opinions. And then, you know, we might talk about it at the end of the show. We might not. It just all depends on what we have time to talk talk about and talk uh, with, for, who, and against, okay? <laughs> but now, real quick, let me um, let me just tell you something. If you have, like, certain, like, criteria or something, uh, principles, not principles, but, you know, if you have just certain guidelines that you live by, don't go against that, okay? Normally, my, my best mind tells me don't do anything on Wednesdays, okay, because that's the day of the show. You never know what could happen. You never know what might come up. So normally I don't do anything on Wednesdays. But today, you know, I said I was going to you know, just get out of my comfort zone here, and, and I set up a doctor's appointment, an eye appointment at that. Long story short, girl, your fans, everybody, your girl can't see. I can't see. I'm looking at my my layout here, and I see the words, but they all kind of running together right now. So just if it if it seems like I'm stumbling, please don't charge it to my my mind or anything like that. Your girl is all right. She just can't see too good. Okay, you know how they dilute your eyes and all that good stuff, and they they told me that it would be for three hours. My appointment was at one thirty. They said, it'll be about three hours, because I told them, I said, I have a show to do tonight, and I have to be ready for the people. And they said, oh, no, you'll be fine, Miss Jackson. Lies, lies, all lies, let me tell you. <laughs> it is now going on 8 p.m. Now, it's better than it was at, at about 3 o'clock. But, yeah, your girl, she just, she, she, she running on a wing and a prayer right now. But, wait, we're going to get through it. So, with all of that being said, like I said, just stick to your first mind. Don't, <laughs> don't go against your better judgment, all right? <laughs> So I am going to go ahead. I'm going to bring the ladies in. We will be one lady short again tonight. Aunt Lou will not be joining us um, as she is on the road traveling. Uh, she is uh, with, uh, I believe, um, a couple of aunts of mine and, and some cousins. So we definitely want to wish them traveling, uh, safe traveling grace while they are on the uh, roads and highways and byways heading down to Louisiana. But she will not be joining us tonight. But, again, we will have the triple threat in the house. So tonight I do have It's Myself, It Is Terry, It Is Janelle, the ladies of the triple threat. Welcome to the show this evening. Hey, ladies. (laughs) What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing this wonderful Wednesday? I'm better than you. I can see. Stop, Janelle. Go ahead, get on. I'm now. sorry. Go ahead and get on now. <laughs> Terry, what you say? You said it's been a long week and it's only Wednesday. Been a long week and it's only Wednesday. My exact words. Long week. But it's going to be all well, right, though. That's right. That's right. Just think about it. Only two days until the weekend. So hopefully it'll get Yes. <laughs> I hope so. All right. Oh, go ahead. You going to say something, Terry? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to everybody tuning in on Facebook real quick. Let me get to them. Denise, I think I said Denise Green. I think I can see the names on the Facebook page. I think I can. Maurice Johnson in the house. Tasha says, hey, TJ. And the awesome foursome. Yeah, we're down we, we, with the uh, gleeful threesome tonight. We're down and hold it in the row. <laughs> Lawrence Jackson, that's my daddy in the house. John J. Lewis. Monisha. Let's see. The says, you said that like you were surprised. We've known all along you couldn't see. Okay, Daddy got jokes. Come on with it, Daddy. Oh. Come on with it, Daddy. I guess it took a doctor to make it official. Well, it's official. Okay. No, I can literally tell you. The doctor actually said my vision was good. I only have to get readers, reading glasses. So uh, they said, you know, my, my vision is, is actually pretty good. They tried to tell me I got some kind of deteriorating something. But then he also came back and said my vision is too good or, or it's better than what it should be. Let me tell you something. My God, he don't he don't make no mistake. So I'm gonna go to a you know when you go to those big um, you know big establishments that have all the high tech uh, X ray machines and all that they just find something they just find mm-hmm. something find wrong with you. So I ain't even claiming that. Hey, Monisha, what's going on, lady? All right, lady. So um, see that my dad and I got me all discombobulated again. Why your family do that to you, Janelle? Why you do that? <laughs> Well, I said Terry because Janelle said I couldn't see it. She said at least she could see. So anyway, let's go ahead and get to the sports, y'all. Okay, so I know I know football is over and all that good stuff, but you know the one good thing about football, football season may be over, but the drama continues. Oh, real quick, let me put the yes, plan indeed. Out. If I have posted any wrong numbers, if I have posted the wrong link, 
tell you some of my vision, okay? You know the number. You've been you've been following me and listening to the show long enough. You don't have the number memorized by now. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. That's all that being said. Stop it, y'all. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns first. So they have extended the, uh, the second chance invitation to former Kansas City Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt. Uh, we, know, we know that Hunt was released by the Chiefs last season uh, after the video surfaced showing Hunt shoving and kicking a woman, uh, which happened back in February. So that means that the Chiefs knew about it. They just depended on Kareem Hunt to tell them the truth. I don't know if he knew good and well he wasn't going to tell the truth. But anyway, Brown GM John Dorsey, he says, I quote, we will support Kareem through this process and utilize our resources to help him become successful on and off the field as long as he continues to show the commitment necessary to represent the organization. Uh, he went on to say that the team did extensive due diligence, uh, that's end quote, in regards to, I guess, bringing him on the team. Um, we all know that Hunt is currently on the commissioner's exempt list pending the NFL investigation. So my question, ladies, one, are you surprised or and or disappointed in the Cleveland Browns for bringing Kareem Hunt um, onto or into their organization. Now, let me just put this out there. He has not been signed to the team. Uh, he will have to, you know, compete once he's able to be, um, once he's cleared, I should say, from the commissioner's exempt list. Uh, so he, is, he does not have a roster spot currently. Um, he's not, like I said, not on the team, but they just extended the invitation that, you know, once he is off the uh, exempt list, that they will give him an opportunity to make the team. So, um, ladies, I want to turn it over to you. Terry, uh, your thoughts on the Cleveland Browns and Kareem Hunt? I'm not – well, I won't say that I'm surprised, but I think it's a good – it's very good that they allowed him a second chance. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone deserves a second chance. And I, I just really think that it's, it's, it's great, you know, once everything's clear and hopefully everything, you know, clears up for him and he can get get on with his career. Okay. All right. So you are um, – you you believe that Kareem Hunt does deserve a second chance and you uh, – yes, I don't want to say happy, but, um, you know, you're, you're okay with the Browns extending that invitation for the second chance. Yes, yes, I'm okay with that. All right. Janelle? I'm not surprised because, you know, um, they did, they, they're, the Browns is an organization that gives people second chance. You see what happened with um, Josh Brown. They, I, my thing is I don't understand. Gordon, sorry. I don't understand um, what the purpose is. I, I don't. I, personally, I would have just waited until if you were going to bring him, a, even attempt to. I would have just waited until everything was cleared up. They, Brown's got enough drama going on without extra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point. Okay. So you you just think that they should have, I guess, maybe let the let the dust settle, see what the, what his what his yeah because. What the punishment is going to be, and then extend the exactly, okay. exactly. Here's my thing. I, I personally, I don't. I am very. I don't know what the. I don't know what the word is. I'm struggling with my words today. I'm suffering from a migraine, but I don't believe in um, extending second chances to anyone who's accused of domestic violence. Um, that's an accusation that generally. If somebody is accusing you, apparently it's proof. They've got some proof somewhere that this is, you know, that the situation has happened. Mm-hmm. But for an organization that that um, the Browns did excellent this year, considering let's just let's just be real because we all know we've been dogging the Browns for years. We we've been we've been dogging the Browns for years. So right, but for for what they right, they literally have been. They were on sixteen. They were one of fifteen. They were mm-hmm. on sixteen, or in these last few years, they've been so. For them this year, I'm elated for them because they're headed mm-hmm. in the right direction. 
but they're still not up to caliber. You know what I mean? They still they still have some pieces that they need to put together, and I would be wasting those resources that I, or putting that energy into actually trying to find a fit that that works without drama. Mhm. Mm. Okay, that's the key word. I think works without drama. Because <laughs> I think you know most. Oh, let me uh, let me just shout out everybody who is tuning in here on Facebook. Juan Carlos, I see it. Birthday boy Harold Chambers in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call if you want to chime in on any topic or subject. Uh, if you want us to hear your voice, because you know you always have the timeline to, to to put your thoughts in. Um, but give us a call if you want to talk. Um, but yes, I, I I definitely hear you, um, Janelle. And let me just say this. Um, as all teams, you know, everybody has something that they need to work on as far as, you know, filling in the necessary pieces. And as you mentioned, you know, the Browns are definitely moving in the right direction. Let me just say that I am not surprised at all. Uh, I'm actually surprised that it took this long for someone to, to extend the invitation. If Ruben Foster could get, uh, you know, picked up within a week of him being released, um, the fact that Kareem Hunt is just, I think I think because Ruben Foster got picked up so quickly, that's the reason that the Browns, anybody waited um, as long as they did for Kareem Hunt. I totally agree with the domestic violence um, aspect of it. The problem with the NFL is that they are too inconsistent. They want to make it seem mm-hmm. like they are so pro-domestic violence and, you know, it's not going to be tolerated and, you know, we are going to put our foot down, yada, 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 yeah, whatever. Real quick, let me go over what uh, Natasha said. She says, I'm not happy with anyone getting second chances as long as Cap is without a job. Amen. Yes, I'm wearing my Kaepernick t-shirt. I can't read it because it's upside down. But it basically says you have to be willing to stand stand for something, even if it means losing everything. We all know the quote that Kaepernick said. Now, Kaepernick, second chance. Kareem Hunt, second chance. Kareem Hunt pushed, kicked woman. Kaepernick wanted to have more um, attention brought to equality in the world. Kareem Hunt is now getting a chance. Kaepernick is still fighting the good fight. At the end of the day, it's about money with the NFL. Are you making the money? Or are you losing money for them? Kaepernick is the latter. Kareem Hunt will be the former. I mm, let's see how do I say this? Um, do I have a problem with the Browns extending the invitation? I honestly don't, because somebody was going to. The Browns may see it, and we and for those who may not know, the GM uh, John Dorsey he has a relationship with Kareem Hunt. Um, for those who don't know, the Browns, uh, before John Dorsey was with the Browns, he was actually with the Chiefs. And um, I believe he was one of the ones that either uh, scouted Kareem Hunt or he, he made sure that, you know, the Chiefs um, picked him up. But I see Kelly Johnson, I see in the house, Natasha back. Rashad, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. I don't know. I haven't spoken to John Dorsey. I don't know what's in his mind. But there's nothing like motivation to keep you on track. It's been reported that Kareem Hunt has already gone through uh, alcohol, um, uh, uh, alcoholic, um, what do you call it, rehabilitation or whatever, and also anger management. When you give somebody hope, when you give them the just that 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 olive branch, that okay, listen, if you can get it together, we're here for you. Janelle, just like you mentioned, we know that the Browns are known for giving second chances third chance because they did do it with Josh Gordon. You would have thought they might have learned they left them over because Josh Gordon took them through the ringer. But, hey, every every person is different, so I guess you can't really hold, you know, everybody accountable for, for one man's action. So isn't it the fact that the Browns are giving Kareem Hunt just uh, just that hope, be like, listen, if you can get it together, if you can make it happen, if you can re- rehabilitate yourself, there's a job for you here. They have not signed him the fact that he is just not going to walk onto the team because, for those who may not also know, the Cleveland Browns backfield is deep. They already have three running backs. This is going to be their fourth uh, coming in. Now, let's be real. 
You may not put him on the roster now. Nick Chubb is their current starting running back. Who do you think, let me put this, out, put this question out to, to everybody listening and also to you, to you ladies, who do you think is a better running back, Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb? Mm. Kareem Hunt. Tough, isn't it? Nick Chubb is nice. It is. Book. That was a struggle. It took back. me a minute. That's that that's uh that's definitely a good question. Yeah. I, I say it's Kareem Hunt. For one, you can use him you can use him as a um you know, as a running back, you can you can use him as a receiver from you know, um uh coming out the backfield. He also can do uh, does Kareem Hunt do uh, kickoff return? Can they use, was, he, was he used in special things? I know Tyreek Hill was. Hmm, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if they can, if the chance to use like him in uh, special things. I don't know, but they probably could. But anyway, overall, I think the Kareem Hunt is, is a uh, more all-around back than, than Nick Chubb. Well, he's more versatile, I should say. Right. Than Nick Chubb. So we all know that the talent is there. So we all knew that Kareem Hunt was going to land somewhere. Um, again, I just – what he did was horrific. I don't want to take anything away from that. I don't want to minimize it. I don't want to, you know, belittle the woman. Um, I'm just a firm believer that, you know, you you continue or you keep putting yourself in certain circumstances, certain positions, certain environments, um, not that you deserve to get kicked and, and 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 you know shoved and all that, but I mean you got to call a face face. Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. You know really what what was she trying to to gain and obtain from being in that hotel? I don't know. But again, she didn't serve to be kicked. It was half, but anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. But I think we all knew that Kareem Hunt was going to get a second chance. So again, I don't have a problem with the. Uh, with the, with the Cleveland Browns extending the invitation. Somebody was going to do it. Now, the reason that Cap doesn't have a job, we all know why. It's blasphemous. Of course it is. But you're messing with you're messing with the owner's money, and that's the only reason why Cap is not in the league. Thoughts on that, ladies? Yeah. No? I agree. Right. I agree. Oh. Agree with that. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ and the Triple O ain't Lou tonight because she is traveling. She is on the road. Maurice Johnson says it shows the NFL priorities. It's about keeping the players in their place. Cap is a threat. Hold on. Cap is a threat to how the league conducts business. I totally agree. Totally agree with you, Maurice. And let's see who else. Uh, Rashad, oh, Rashad says uh, they will most likely route both backs like the Rams did this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would be a nice backfield. Angel Phillips in the house. Mac Robinson, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. That's a that's a good um, that's a good observation. Um, ladies, uh, Rashad said that with Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, they would utilize them the same way the Rams did Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be a uh, nice backfield. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Oh, I'd have mercy. So would. TJ, right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on you. I know you're going to get to it. I just need, I'm, I'm desperate. Oh. I need you to just come on with what? it because I, I almost texted you about this. I did, but I was in the middle of interviewing somebody. I said, oh, my God, I know she's going to say something about this. Tell it's, me your it's next football subject. It's football-related. Oh, no, it is football-related. First, first, I have to get to Antonio Brown first, okay? So oh, let's man. talk about Mr. A.B. real quick. Antonio Brown uh. tweeted out on yesterday that it's time to move on and move forward. He thanked, you know, Steelers Nation for his nine years, you know, in a Steelers uniform, but he says that it's time to move on move forward. So move on, Kimo Sabi. However, the Steelers are saying – you hold on, Timo Sabi, okay, because you are still under contract, and we are not about to trade you per your request. Now, they, they didn't say that in so many words, but they have yet to come out and say that they are willing to trade him either. Now, let me just say this. Antonio Brown has led the league in receptions with 837, receiving yards with 11,207, with receiving touchdowns, a total of 74. 
since when? Not since last year. Not since the year before that or the year before that. Since 2011, Antonio Brown has led the league, feeling yards and receiving touchdowns. Ladies, do you think that the Steelers are really going to allow A.B. to walk this offseason? I don't believe they will. I, I I think that if they don't, it's going to cause Antonio Brown to act even more of a fool than he was acting already. Uh, I think I don't ever think it's a good idea to keep a player who has expressed that they're ready to go. Um, it, it gives them too much leeway, and we've already seen it, um, situations where players don't care about the money. They just care about getting what they want, which – for me, I just have never understood that. You, you're in a league where there are hundreds and thousands of men who have either attempted to or desire to and don't have the ability to, and you are living the dream and can't step up to the plate because you can't get what you want. That's the craziest thing to me ever. I just don't understand it. But I don't think that the Steelers are going to let him walk. I just think that if they don't, it's going to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. Not only for him, not only with him and his actions, but with the locker room as well. People don't want to play right. with somebody who's already expressed this, um, expressed that they don't want to be there. They, you know how to, you know how uh, football is. When you are with a team, they they are like a brotherhood that uh, like no other. They they have their back above all else. And when you show them that you are not there, well, um, then that's exactly what you're gonna get. I think it's gonna cause a problem if they don't let him go. Mm. Okay, real quick, Terry, before you jump in, Janelle, I wanted to address something that you said. You know, you said that basically, you know, he has a silver spoon or, or he has a silver platter. But do you really think, um, I guess his, do you think that it's a good atmosphere there for Antonio Brown? Because I do not believe that the relationship between Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger is cohesive or has been cohesive for a while. Roethlisberger is one of the few quarterbacks that I know that speaks publicly about his teammates. Next. Ben Roethlisberger is quick to throw his teammates under the bus when it comes time to why they aren't winning, what's going wrong. You know, he he is quick to to, to throw blame and not accept blame for his, you know, for his blame. So I don't necessarily think that, because, you know, everybody uh, and even some people were tweeting, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I don't think the grass is too green with the Steelers, and I don't think it's been that way for a while. Hence why he is so quick to uh, play the diva role or why he was so quick to stand up for Le'Veon Bell in his pursuit to get his money. Um, I, I don't know if that's really a good, um, you know, just a good atmosphere for him. Um, but with that, uh, Terry, you can go ahead and get in your thoughts. Let's get you in. Well, my thoughts on that is that if, um, I don't know if they will keep him or they will let him go, but me personally, I would not want him around. I mean, he's proven that he's not reliable. He's been set up to the plate when they needed him. He didn't show up. And if I think if he just stays around, it's just going to be a lot of uproar a lot of issues, especially going drama going on in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you think it's in the best interest for the Steelers to get rid of him? Yes. Okay. All right. And then, Janelle, you said that you don't believe that the that the Steelers will trade him, right? I don't think they will, but I, I agree that it will be in their best interest. Okay. All right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to TJ. And the ladies of the Triple Threat tonight, Danelle and Terry. I want to get to uh, Facebook here, getting back to um, the Kareem Hunt situation. Maurice says, I think Cap messing with with a power, not money. He is very popular and had the number one selling jersey. If he played, the ratings would be bananas. I'm not so sure about those ratings because a lot of people were complaining because they weren't listening what Cap was really talking about, wanting to kneel with the, you know, the American, um, with the troops, I'm sorry, with, with uh, oh, hold on, I'm trying to multitask and it's not working. But, you know, they weren't listening to why he was actually kneeling. So they were trying to say, you know, he was going against our armed forces and that's not the case. 
So I don't know about uh, the ratings being bananas. And I do think that a lot of people would watch, but I think there would be a lot of backlash. But it, with that being, you know, said, that still doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the NFL. Now, getting to our conversation with AB, Rashad says, "I hope our now, I hope our Niners will try to make a move for Brown, but all depends on what the Steelers are looking for." And then Maurice goes on to say, "They have a replacement in Juju and has trade value, but the Steelers are known to get rid of wide receivers, Wallace, Mexico, among others." Very true. Uh, to address Rashad's point, would I like the talent of A.B. on the 49ers? Absolutely, of course. Who wouldn't? But do I want the mentality of A.B. on our team? I'm not so sure. Because we have such a young roster and we don't have a lot of veteran depth, I don't know if bringing him into our locker room would be cohesive. Bring him in. But, you know, sometimes you have to, out, you know, you have to weigh the out, outweigh the pros and cons. And we're just so young. Young meaning we haven't been together that long. Pieces haven't been together. Plus, you know, we kind of have a lot of turnover since we haven't been doing so well. So I just don't know about the chemistry in our locker room. As far as the Steelers having Juju, yes, he's the number one receiver. I definitely agree with you on that, Maurice, um, which would give A.B. trade value. But Juju ain't no Antonio Brown. He's good. <laughs> he ain't that good. <laughs> in the house. But yeah, they you know, they they got rid of Plexico and Wallace and all them, but they weren't A B. A B is a different breed. And you know, a lot of people want to talk about his age, getting up in age. Yeah, so was Tom Brady. So y'all can miss me with that age thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's a hard one. It's definitely a hard one. But for the fact that the Steelers have yet to come out and say anything I just don't see I, – I don't see them making it easy for Antonio Brown. I really don't. But only time will tell. 347 That is the number to call to talk to your girls tonight, TJ, Terry, and Janelle. All right, Janelle, so let's go ahead. We're going to get into it. Joe Flacco. Okay, let's just uh, – let me just put it out there. So right now the Broncos, the Denver Broncos, they are going to – are they trading for him? Let me get down to that. Uh, where is it? So they're acquiring Joe Flacco. Now, they're saying that it's likely going to be for a fourth-round pick. We, of course, it cannot be uh, – the deal cannot be done until March 13th. That is the beginning of the new new league. I say that in parentheses. So March 13th will be when they can make it official. Um, but, Janelle, I want you to go ahead. Tell me your thoughts on the Broncos wanting to acquire – Former Super Bowl MVP, Joe Flacco. Of course you would ask me that when I've been waiting all day to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm, going to I let, am, I'm going to let the lady have the floor before I give my opinion. Okay. I'm so torn on this. Um, you know, I was upset in the first place with the amount of money that they gave Flacco because me personally, yes. Um, in his in his heyday, he was the man. Um, he has not shown me that he's worth that kind of money. So I was mm-hmm. already ticked off that they had given him, the, you know, because you and I had that conversation. I was already ticked mm-hmm. off that they gave him the kind of money that they had given him in the first place. And this year, he absolutely, in my opinion, did not show that he was worth it. Why on earth the Denver Broncos would even step up to make this kind of deal I am absolutely jaw-dropping floor. I don't think that he's worth what everybody's thinking they see in him. I don't think that um, Flacco can get back to the Flacco that he was before. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Okay. Terry, do you have any thoughts on Joe Flacco going to, to the Denver Broncos? No, because I haven't really heard much feedback on there. What what is his pay? Uh, well, you know, his pay is actually not going to hit either team too hard. He's already um he's not due any guaranteed money. And I think he's gonna be like twelve million uh against the the cap for the for the um Ravens. So Wow, okay. Like I said, they're only giving up a No, I think it's I don't think it's 
I don't think it's um, twelve million. I think it's less than that. Is it, is it nine? I'm going off a of memory. I here. thought it was oh. ten. It's I 10? can't okay. remember. I know, okay. but I know I, I know it's less than a thirteen now. Okay. 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 Yeah. But but I, don't have, I don't have much on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But to say that the Broncos are only going to give up a fourth-round pick, and well, I, I guess so the Broncos would be eating his contract as well. But um, all right, Janelle, so I'm going to – I'm going to – your wish is my command. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> Bill, Joe Blacko, going to the Broncos. First, I want to address what you just said. You said that he's Joe Flacco is not the Flacco that he was in his heyday. When was Joe Flacco in his heyday? He had one good year. Here you and go. Why you always? Why we always gotta have that argument? It just had to be when he beat us in the Super Bowl. Okay, that's the only reason he quarterback in the regular season. I will give him that. He, he was he was consistent, so he wasn't going to lose a game for you. Was he the one winning game? I no, but. He was he was a solid quarterback. I will give him that. But for all this hoopla, you know, even the fact that he won the MVP. But when he got that big contract after win, after winning that Super Bowl, I was like, what are the the Baltimore Ravens thinking? Is, is it really right. is it that serious? No, it wasn't. Joe Flacco was never <laughs> worth the money that the Ravens gave him. Let's put that out there. Now, for the Denver Broncos, I think this just goes to show you that even though he is another, um, and I'm speaking of John Elway, which is the GM of the Broncos, he is another example of you putting former players in positions of authority, and they have no idea what they're doing. This hurts me to say this, but he is in the same category as my one and all-time favorite, Michael Jordan. These folks, they can't put people in the right positions to save their lives. Michael Joy was the best basketball player ever. Have you even heard remotely of the, the Charlotte Hornets making the playoffs? Not one time since Michael Jordan has taken over. The same thing is going on with, with uh, John Elway. Now, granted, they have won a Super Bowl, so I'll give him that. But was it because of John Elway or were the people already in play? How do you go from the case Keenum and then you go to picking up Joe Flacco? Neither one of those are your future. Uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, franchise quarterback. Neither one of them. Why are they paying John Elway? Somebody, please tell me. Anybody? I have no. I, I have no answer for that because I agree 100 percent, with the exception of, like you said, they did win the win the Super Bowl. I, I mean, they did get my favorite. My my favorite uh, quarterback a, a second chance though, so, I'm still elated about that because he, I well, think we all know that Panthers would have won that. Here you go. You know what, TJ? I'm, I'm trying to give you a pass because you're blind tonight, but you really I just <laughs> taking Nine a and both I, I need one. Stop it now. <laughs> go ahead. Call oh, Henry. That was a low blow today. I, 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 listen. I think, look, I think it's me. Go ahead, y'all. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Tina, I don't know what is going on with you tonight, but good night. We are not going to argue tonight. We're not doing that. Oh, come on, Cletus. And should have, could have, would have. We, we, you know, we should have, could have, would have. They oh, didn't God, win, so oh well. Okay. Come on. I know. I know they didn't win. They should have. Yeah, I, I just I don't understand what's going on with John Elway. Now they're only giving up a fourth round pick, presumably. Um, so, but that's not, not the point. They're, spend, they're spending that money on somebody who I, I don't want to call him a has been, but what else do you call it? Uh, what is, I don't. He's he's on the downslide. Let let me just call him that. that. Let me just say that he's on the downslide. It's not like. You know, you're talking about somebody who literally has shown you time and time again that they have everything you need to take you to the next level. Why are they wasting their time on Joe Flacco? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, want to say, I do not know what is going on in the mind of, of John Elway. And even for the brass above him, I mean, 
do they not see that that his, his voice as of late have just been mediocre at best? I mean, the Broncos win the Super Bowl, and then they have been irrelevant for the past three seasons. They're not even competing. And it's like you, you, you're playing musical chairs, but, you, but your chairs are broke. They don't even need it in, in the running. I don't get it. But, again, I I just think that, you know, people try to try to put in those big names because, you know, during their playing days, they, they were, you know, they were the cream of the crop. But this, again, just further. Everybody, I think, outside of Jerry West, Jerry West has probably been the only former player that has been a high-position job and made it, you know, put his stamp on teams, and he has elevated teams wherever he went. He was with the Warriors. Uh, he was with the Clippers, or he's with the Clippers now. Um, let's see, who else was he with? Uh, of course, the Lakers. So I, outside of Jerry West, I think he's the only – Magic Johnson, he ain't doing nothing with the Lakers right now. Um, we all see what Phil, uh, Phil Jackson did with the Knicks. That was a, a, a laughing stock. I just mentioned Michael Jordan. Uh, can y'all think of anybody else that – well, Larry Bird did okay with with um, or did he? But, no, they but you are you are one hundred percent right. It proves the point that, especially um, in the case of um, Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson, it is you cannot expect someone who has shown you greatness in one position for it to translate over into into the next thing. It's I, I'm still just devastated that Phil took that job in New York, number one. He had been saying for years there had been many teams chasing him, and he had been saying for years that, you know, he just wasn't going to do it. He had no reason to. The man has ring. He has rings as a player and as a coach. Why would you even bother to destroy yourself like that? Come on now. I, I'm here. Do you realize what they gave him? They gave him nearly $10 million a year. They allowed the man to travel whatever he ever. He didn't even have to go to a wake. All he had to do was, was, was attend, and he didn't have to attend all of the home games. That was the greatest job ever. Why would he turn it down? He didn't care about his reputation. Your legacy. He, he didn't care about money. that. Your no matter legacy. what you say about Phil Jackson, you're still going to say he's a, what, 10-time champion? How many rings do Phil have, including his playing days? Six with the, what, six bulls, many. five? How many have with Lakers? I don't even know. He got, he had three, seven. I think he got three. Did he get three with the Lakers? He has at least three. Yeah. Just he, he got three with the Lakers, six with, yeah, he got three with the Lakers, six with the Bulls, and then he had one from um his actual playing time. Playing days, right. So he's, a, yeah, he's sitting at 10 or 11. You're not gonna remember him for for the for the travesty that was the New York Knicks or still is the New York Knicks. Peter Johnson in the house. You are, you are if you you are if you're a Knicks fan. Well, they are few and far between right about now. Nobody's claiming to be. Oh, you so trifling. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to say I'm a Bulls fan, and Knicks are to say that they're a Knicks fan. Trust me, and they, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, it's taking everything I have to say I'm a Bulls fan right about now. They such a laughing stock. That's terrible. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, you know, he has five with the Lakers. That's what I thought. So, yeah, he has uh, Did he? Put, um And then Kobe had two more, or Kobe had one more. Yeah, I'm going to go with Maurice on that. I thought I thought he had a lot with the Lakers. So that's okay. 11 right Well, mm-hmm. But nobody's going to remember. No, nobody's going to associate, you know. They're going to mention it. It's, it's going to be an asterisk. Just like when, when Jordan went to the Wizards. Nobody remembers that. Nobody. Oh, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't mention it. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girls tonight. TJ, Janelle, and Terry. No, ain't Lou tonight. So there is no Lou lyrics because Aunt Lou is um, she is traveling to the to Louisiana um, this evening. All right, ladies. So real quick, while we're talking a little basketball, are you guys going to catch the All Star uh, festivity? Oh yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah, that definitely. I won't be. I'll probably just be able to record it because I got a pretty busy weekend ahead. But you know, All Star Weekend for me is not like watching um, the Pro Bowl in football. I like to watch All Star right. Weekend because they do a number of different things, and you know, like the dunk contest. I absolutely love to see what is the next Tom Foolery these clowns are going to come up with next, jumping over cars, doing all kind of. Cra- I love to watch that. It just cracks me up. It's like really. Can you just do a dunk that you would actually do in a game? That would be helpful. The three-point yeah. contest is my absolute favorite. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm that's definitely going to get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite. I like the, uh, the all-star, the, um, the what is it? It's not a um, course. It's not an optical course, but, you know, when they have the, you know, the, the, the three players and then they have to go and then at the end they have to make a three-point shot. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. That. yeah, I like that too. But yeah, three point contest is really starting to take over the dunk contest. There's only so much you can do. And yeah. plus the participants, you're always like, who, who do they play for? So, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, but who do you have? Um, who do you guys have taking the, the All Star? LeBron with uh, with the West or Giannis uh, with the, his team? Okay, you know when they announced, I had already told you, it's no point in the East even playing this game. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be tough. I mean, even when you just talked about the starting five, uh, for the West, James Harden, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and LeBron James. And then for the East, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and Kimball Walker. So we'll uh, we'll have to see how long they keep the starters there. Right. The starters are supposed to be the best, so we'll see. It'll be better mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. than the Pro Bowl. I think it's going to be a good game. That Pro Bowl was ridiculous. <clears throat> that was horrible. I say, I say boycott the Pro Bowl from here on out. That was ridiculous. <laughs> You've been saying that forever, though. Oh, my goodness. But this, that was just gravity right there. But, um, but Terry, you said you think it's going to be a good game? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good game. Okay. <laughs> Terry, well, you know, I they always you, I promise. Huh? You know, you know, they always start, start to play defense in the fourth quarter. So we'll have to see. All right, ladies. So before I let you go, real quick, I wanted I wanted to tap into this because these are some some really good streaks here. But I want to get your opinion. Which streak do you think is harder to achieve? So which one holds more clout? James Harden. Uh, he now has thirty straight thirty point games. That's the third longest streak in NBA history. Or Russell Westbrook, who now has produced his tenth straight. Triple double. That's the longest streak in the NBA. So now he has surpassed mm-hmm. um, the late, I mean, the, um, the great Bill Russell um, in longest uh, triple double streak. And Westbrook has now averaged a triple double for three straight seasons. Oh, that's a good question. Both of them are extremely difficult. Um, right. For James Harden, you can have any given day, you can have an off night. You know, you get the flu, you're not feeling well, or something yeah. happens, you know, you just not be up to par. But a triple double and 10 straight, I, I, I'm going to have to say the triple double because that, that feat itself is it, it's, it's almost impossible. You don't have a lot of players who can do it. Right. Or willing to do it, first of all. You know, triple double, that means right. that means you're rebounding. That means you're playing defense. You know, we, we know uh, we thought defense was, was null and void in football. In basketball? What? Okay. Yeah, but the triple double speaks the triple double speaks for itself, you know? <laughs> exactly. So you going with Russell Westbrook as well, Terry? Yes. Okay. Well, well, that's a clean sweep because I definitely hats off to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> that man is—he is a one-man uh, locomotive right there. James Harden. Don't get me wrong; it's, it, that's a, a phenomenal—you know, thirty straight games. But when you are the 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 main source of um, you know 
offense for a team, we all know that Chris Paul can't and probably won't stay healthy. Uh, you know, so when you're when you're the, oh. the people that is fed, you know, the majority of the game, why wouldn't you be getting thirty points? I mean, you said you wanted to be the man. You got to you got to play the man to be the man. You know what I'm saying? You got to play the part to be the man. So right. the reason that you left OKC was because you said that you could handle you know the the the, the, the strength or the responsibilities you know of of, of um, putting a team on your back. So hey, we expect nothing less. <laughs> How about those apples? But uh, but still, nothing nothing to sneeze at though with Harden though, and thirty straight thirty point games. All right, ladies. So with that, I know we had so much to get into, and I didn't want to take anything away from the show. So, ladies, with that, y'all have any shout outs for this evening? Uh, I do. But Janelle, I want to say welcome back. I missed you <laughs> oh, last yes, week. Ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. I've been, yes. unfortunately, doing too much traveling. I'm sorry. That's okay. You got to do what you got to do. But I did miss you yet last week. And, um, Tina, I want you to have safe traveling grace and mercy going out of town. Stay focused. Know that we love you. God loves you. And that he would strength. I pray that he would give you all the strength that you need. And as far as our president, that we need to keep him in prayer mm-hmm. and we need to keep our eyes, <laughs> keep our eyes on the prize and not mm-hmm. on the problem. All right. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be safe and be blessed. And I love you guys. All right. Thank you, dear Janelle. Okay, Miss Terry, for you, I'm going to work on praying for orange slices. Uh, I just. Woo! I'm called a man's so bad. It's a lot. Well, you know, that's what I refer to a man's orange slices. I do apologize. It's all right. right. That would not be the point. That would not be the point. The point would be I missed you, ladies, so much last week. Um, I do have um, a couple things I want to say. Hey, I'm so grateful that you actually um, joined the show because you you definitely bring um, a different dynamic, although tonight was the first night that I've ever had to disagree with you. I'm a little devastated about that. But I love you so much. I really appreciate the fact that you, um, that Tina forced you to join the show. I didn't force a hijack. <laughs> different. Oh, excuse me. I Excuse me, she hijacked you. I, I do I do appreciate the fact that you allowed her to hijack you. Well, thank you. <laughs> Tina, um, first I want to say, Miss Denise, when I see you, you're going to get the biggest hug from me because I have not been able to um, get on Facebook because I've been so busy. I haven't been able to get on Facebook to, to – um, send my love to you, but just know that you are certainly always in my prayers. Um, you're always in my thoughts, you and your entire family. Um, I wish Miss Lucinda safe travels. Um, I hope she's not driving because, you know, she gets a little loopy when she's talking. I can't imagine what she's doing when she's driving. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, TJ, um, you know how much I love you. You know, you and your family mean the world to me, and I Truly, 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 I'm so sorry for what you guys are going through right now. Um, it's a difficult thing when you lose a loved one, but know that um, you and I talk about all the time that God does not put you through things that he will not bring you completely through. So know that we're praying for you, know that we love you, and we're here to support whatever it is you need. Amen. Thank you, ladies. I love y'all so much. Y'all just don't know. You don't know. And um, I, I, I thank you all so much for your support, um, you know, for the kind words, the card, uh, Terry, just Janelle checking on me, you know, each and every day. Um, you know, it is, um, what is it, the, the motto, I love to live by action, speak louder than words. You can say it all day long, you can say it, but when it's in your actions, that's when you know it is genuine, that it is true, um, that it is real. And so, ladies, I, like I said, 
I say it each and every week, just your uh, uh, just your presence with this show. Um, but like I said, in in these uh, you know in trying times like these, um, you know death is a part of life, and we all know that. But even if it may be expected or you know anticipated, it's never easy. And so I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and my family thanks you, um, just for your prayers, for your kindness, for your support, for your love. I thank you, ladies. Um, I, I, I can't say it enough. Um, but it does not go unnoticed, and it does not go unappreciated. So I love you both, and thank you. All right, ladies. So with that, we'll be back next Wednesday night. All right. Until then, I will see you. Talk to you then. All right. Okay. Bye, ladies. Okay. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. That rounded out the triple threat. Like I said, no Aunt Lou this uh, this week because she is uh, traveling to Louisiana. You know, I always. Um, joked about this <laughs> in my head. I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever, you know, mentioned it um, publicly, but uh, I always joked about it to myself. And I was like, you know, I don't think anything would keep Aunt Lou from the show. Uh, only death could keep her away. And um, this has been proven. <laughs> that is the only uh, thing, reason why my Aunt Lou um, is is not here. Um, so I, uh, I just again, I hope I want y'all to keep um, her and all of my family that are traveling um, to Louisiana and your prayers for, for safe traveling grace. And, Aunt Lou, we miss you. You know, we love you. A lot less controversy tonight, if you can tell. Did anybody notice that? A lot less controversy, but that's okay. We all needed that from, from time to time. <laughs> but we love you, and we definitely miss you, all right? So, uh, let's. oh, we have some Wednesday Wikipedia. For, let me get to that real quick, because it was something that I definitely wanted to mention. Here we go, here we go. Where's my music? Sorry, y'all. Here we go. Wednesday, Wikipedia, for February the 13th. 1920, the National Negro Baseball League was organized. 1923, the Renaissance. It was the first black pro basketball team was organized. 1977, Julius Dr. J. Irving played in his first NBA All-Star game. He was voted MVP with 30 points and 12 rebounds. And in 1983, Marvin Gaye, he sang the U.S. National Anthem at the NBA All-Star Game. All right. So that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for February the 13th. I do want to give a shout-out to everybody on the phone lines, 404-663-678-508-404-573-678-926. Um, everybody listening in online, and everybody, thank you so much, tuning in on Facebook Live. Shout-out to each and every one of you. Ain't Karen, I see you in the house. That's all right. Better late than never, okay? And we always love to see your face in the place. All right, because like I always say, whether you listen 20 minutes, two hours, one hour, I thank you. I thank you for the support. All right, so shout out uh, birthdays today, Stocker Channing, uh, Mike Chizeski, hard time saying that, Uh, Prince Jackson, Michael Jackson's son, that we, um, you know, the is still out, is that it really his son? But anyway, he turns 21. Jerry Springer turns 74, and Randy Moss turns 41 today. So happy birthday to them. To my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley himself, Marlon Allen, shout out to you. Of course, shout out to Ronbo of Ronbo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Dee Dee, Jackie, and Brianna. Of course, shout out to Aunt Lou, as always, um, you know, Definitely missed this evening. So as I said, if you wonder why there was no Lucinda's lyrics, that's why Aunt Lou was not on the show tonight. But again, keep her in your prayers. Of course, to Terry and Janelle, as I just stated, you know, I, I can't thank you ladies enough for your friendship. Um, it, it just means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you for being there uh, for me and for my family. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Shout out to them, the two uh, most important men in my life. And last but by no means least to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything you do for me, for LL Sports 2, just being the woman that you are, the mother that you are. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, So thank you. 
uh, just for being you. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it for tonight. We'll be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to join the show, 347-826-7924. Log on to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can catch me live and in living color on Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is the name. Sports, you already know it is my game. All right, so uh, that's going to leave us, you know, with only one thing left, and that is the TJ's Motivational Moment. And tonight, you know, TJ's Motivational Moment is just going to be from the heart because that's all I have to give you tonight. (laughs) So I just want to uh, say thank you again to each and every one for your love, for your support uh, for me and my family through this difficult time. Um, just want to share for those of you on the phone lines, you can't see it, but for those of you on Facebook, this is the program for my grandmother. This is Lena Merle Andrews Taylor. I just want to share a little bit of who she was with you all. Um, you know, we're... The world is so quick to say that we've come so far, you know, uh, when it comes to racism, um, segregation, you know, but it has, has it really, um, has it really come that far, but are we really that far removed from it? See, my grandmother, that's what, two gen, that's third generation, I'm third generation, so me, my mother, her mother. My grandmother was a sharecropper. She used to pick cotton. So how far removed are we? Um, you know, I just remember and think back to you know, some of the stories that she told, um, you know, just from, you know, how her fingers used to bleed from picking cotton. Um, but it was in those times, in those days, especially at the age of 17, where uh, she met my grandfather. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. My grandmother was uh, an excellent athlete. She excelled in basketball and in track. How do I know this? Because we used to talk. So I'm going to tell you, I want to, I want to just say to, to those of you who still have your grandparents around, your great-grandparents, any elder in your life, talk to them. Get to know who, who they were. You know, all we know is the grandparent or, you know, the grandmother, the grandfather. But talk to them when they were a kid. See what it was that they liked, what they did, what they excelled at. Because um, you'd probably be surprised at what you find out. But like I said, you know, my grandmother, um, she was a, 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 a tremendous athlete in basketball and in track. But like I said, um, you know, it was it was in those, you know, those days of sharecropping that she met my grandfather. Um, and, uh, you know, that union, it, uh, they conceived 13 children. 13, that's kind of unheard of in, in today's, you know, society. Uh, but 13 kids. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it makes for the blessing that we have now with all of the, the nieces, all of the nephews, all of the cousins, the second cousins, you know, just the, the four and five generations that we can look back on now. And to know that it came from two people, two individuals, the struggles that they had to go through, the lives that they had to lead. Um, the sacrifices that they had to make willingly and unwillingly. So again, you know, I just say take time to learn your history, where you come from, how you got to where you are um, by way of grandma and grandpa. All right. Um, Again, Lena Merle, Andrews Taylor, Sunrise, December 17th. 1927 Sunset February 4th 2019 I want to read just a a snippet of her obituary um, That talks about her You know my grandmother never had a driver's license Can you believe that? She never drove Always chauffeured Always taken care of Um, Traveled the world over From Georgia to Louisiana uh, To California probably states in between that we're not even knowing of, knowing of, never boarding an airplane. Um, it's just phenomenal, y'all, when I think about uh, the life that she led. Some hard times, some rough times, but hopefully, like I said last week, her latter days were better than her former. But just a snippet from her obituary, um, and it just says, you know, she, 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 um, had the opportunity to have a lot of Thanksgivings here in Georgia with family coming from all over the world. You know, it's uh, everyone who knows about me, knows my family. You know, we call our, our house the White House. Yes, it's the White House in Lathonia, Georgia. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. Ask Denise Green. <laughs> 
But, you know, she used to come to the White House and, and uh, you know, family coming from here, there, everywhere. And as many as four generations at one time celebrating Thanksgiving. Everyone singing, dancing, smiling, and laughing. Those are the four attributes that best described my grandmother, Lena Merle. Lena Merle had a beautiful spirit with an infectious smile. She had a baritone voice and uncanny wit that possessed an abundance of love, all rooted in the Lord. That, y'all, was my grandmother, Lena Merle Andrews Taylor. And so Saturday, we laid to rest this wonderful woman. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. So until next time, you be good to others. You be good to yourself. Happy Valentine's Day to each and every one of you. Um, I hope you have a wonderful and blessed week. And again, to all of my family traveling, I wish you safe traveling grace. Until we meet again, be good to others, be good to yourselves, and most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.